Today on Ordinary to Extraordinary, Ben and Steven talk on accountability, the genesis of the Ordinary to Extraordinary podcast. The genesis at the kind of tail end of the (laughs) the first iteration of Ordinary to Extraordinary. I hate when you do this on Ordinary to Extraordinary. (laughs) Um, Because you do a weird TV voice. I hate when you hate it. Well, it's a lot of hate, you hater. Deal with it. Anyway, today we talked accountability. We did go back to the genesis of what we started the podcast for. It's kind of fun, actually, just sort of rehashing that. Um, it was kind of fun. I imagine we've uh, got some listeners now that haven't listened to the throwback catalog or didn't listen to year one or year two. So um, just kind of plugged in more recently. So it may give some insight for them. Go listen today. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Welcome to Ordinary Extraordinary on my second to last recording with the Scottish guy, Stephen Brown. And a surprise topic for me. Ben's going to surprise me. Stephen does not know what today's topic is. And it's nothing really that crazy or exciting. Every time you move, by the way, it sounds like... <laughs> So oh, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> I'm uh, sitting here on a tarmac then. Let's just say that. Yeah. If their jet engine goes by, it's because I moved my computer. But um, yeah. so today's topic, Stephen, you got any ideas on what it is? No. I'm better, though. We could have recorded in person. I wanted to record in person, but your truck's in the shop, I guess. Yeah, I got it back earlier than I thought I was going to get it. They said my appointment was for 2.30. I dropped it off uh, early because I thought maybe they'll get it. And they got it done earlier. But I also uh, got to bring my golf clubs in. Did I tell you what happened when my buddy and I were out at the driving range? Mm-mm. I'm out there and I'm practicing chipping, you know, so with my pitching wedge. So I went through, did the iron, did, you know, it's a couple of dri- you know, swings with the driver and pull out the pitching wedge and I'm clang. And I hit it. I'm like, God, that was a weird hit. And I look in the, <laughs> the actual head of the club is off and down the range flew off when I hit the ball. Yeah. Well, when, when you and pop were trying to bait me about your score and I didn't bite. Um, you I didn't that. bait at all. That was pop. <laughs> he's, he's pretty obvious when he's trying to get me to bite. Um, that sounded terrible. Ah, there's not even a sound. There is. You must have your hands next to where the microphone is or something. Maybe. I'm putting it on the table. Yeah, I've done that before. I did it with my uh, Hybrid 3. I Just, swung, and all of a sudden it felt light. And then yeah. I looked and I saw the ball and the driver head way out. on the. <laughs> well, I never went and got the thing either. It was a long ways out there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, there wasn't enough people on. That I could go out and just you know say hold on for a sec and ran out there and got it with my buddy, but it was a little embarrassing when you're sitting there. Pop, pop, pop. That felt really light. This thing, uh oh, driver, the head's gone. Is that your new pitching wedge? Yeah. So you got to buy a new wedge? No, I think they can just glue it back on. It didn't break. It just like flew off the thing. Like the shaft is still intact. So, and the yeah. we were at the Kalispell and they we brought it into the pro shop because uh, they repair them. And the guy's like, yeah, you should probably just have the whole set looked at, though. Just bring it over to Wide World and have them put new grips on and everything. So that's what I'm going to do this afternoon, swing it by. But Did you join Kalispell? No, I did not join Kalispell. Are you on the list? I Well, they never emailed me back, so no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I was I inquired, but then they never emailed me back. And I was like, okay, well, that's a good way to not get members, I guess. But they're also pretty full. So maybe they're just like, but it was one of those like plug in your name and phone number and email things, not like an actual email, like an inquiry through the website. So those might just go to a junk email. Who knows? Yeah. But well. now that we've wasted a few minutes here, yeah, what's the real topic? Comes out of the genesis of the O2E podcast. And so, you know what I was thinking about why the podcast started and uh, well, I think one of the big reasons why we started the podcast, like I said, the genesis of the podcast was around accountability. And we've kind of touched on accountability before uh, in the past, but I'm, I'm not certain that we've ever done a podcast dedicated 
to accountability and what that means to us and the varying types of accountability. So for those that didn't listen to our first episode ever, two and a half feet plus years ago, <clears throat> the podcast came around, <clears throat> excuse me, because I'm getting choked up. It's my last, second to last one. The, the podcast came around out of accountability to Stephen and I to get both uh, in the best shape of, the, of our adult lives, at least, and um, to really significantly get our businesses in the best shape they've been in. And that happened that year. And so accountability worked for us because we were accountable to ourselves, we were accountable to each other, and we were accountable to the listeners. Uh, we shared our numbers, we shared our metrics, and we saw improvement. So uh, what I thought for one of our last episodes, at least together, it'd be fun to talk on accountability. All right. I like that. Have we ever done, other than our accountability updates, have we ever actually done accountability? That's what I was saying. I don't know if we've actually ever talked on the idea or concept or topic of accountability. Okay. All right. So, so frame it. Let's start. Well, I, I did just frame it, but I can give you some talking points. That it's it's been framed. So, as always, we'll start off with a definition, and I wrote a couple of things down. And these are my words, my definitions, not necessarily Webster's definition, but, and we'll see if you might agree with me or not, feel free to add to it. But accountability is about owning up to what you say you're going to do and reaping the consequences when you don't. Thoughts? Yeah, it's a two-way street, though. Accountability isn't just, I think you can be accountable to yourself. Certainly. I don't think only having self-accountability is a good good deal because and so often, I agree actually. And my definition is weak in that regard, Stephen. Because right after that, I say there's self-imposed accountability and then there's imposed upon you, like by management, laws, parents, whatever, right? Like yeah. you get to dictate the things that you get to impose upon yourself that you want to hold yourself accountable to. And you might have an accountability partner like you and I were in the first year where I'm like, Hey, hold me accountable. Here's, you know, there was no, I guess, particular consequences other than like, dude, you said you were going to do it and you didn't. And you get to like smack me around and play uh, like I'm an idiot when I don't, you know, own up to what I said I was going to do. But then there's also just a common set of beliefs. I mean, laws, laws are a commonly agreed upon thing. Right. We all said here's standard operating of being a good human being in society. Mm -hmm. We created laws. We hold people accountable to those laws. If they do not live up to what it means to be a good, you know, part of the community, there's repercussions for that. Right. So you harm somebody, you do the, like it's not just this unwieldy world. So accountability is really something I think that makes the world go round too. Right. It's like a common accountability. Uh, and we're all accountable to anybody who walk on the street, right? I mean, we come out there with a the belief that you're not just going to punch me in the face for no random reason, even though you might want to, <laughs> if we're just walking down the street, Stephen's shaking his head, yes, of course he would be, <laughs> is, you know, we're accountable to each other for that, but we're going to abide by this common core of beliefs. Yeah, well, I, I would say that self-accountability is more responsibility than it is accountability right so you take responsibility for your actions for your output and your inputs so you, your output is going to be directly proportionate to what you're putting in right and bear in mind by the way i would no preparation for this this was sprung on me so everything i'm saying here is ad-libbed so to speak oh, i like how you pretend um, like it's different than any other time <laughs> oh, normally when we have a topic i've made notes or i've thought about it and um, yeah, well, I, so responsibility is the personal accountability. I think accountability in its truest form is a team sport, right? Yeah. And by that, I mean, when you and I decided to hold each other accountable, and again, if we go back to the genesis of the, the podcast, you and I had been part of a networking group that for all intents and purposes wasn't fit for purpose. And that three or four of us were doing stuff together, three or four of us truly were thinking of each other and, and going out and looking for business for other people and trying to keep people front and center in our thinking. And others were just, it was a social thing once every other week um, where they showed up and 
when it was their time to present or do something, they generally called off at the last minute and kind of left us in the lurch. So, you know, you and I both get sick of that and said, well, what can we do so that we're still accountable to each other? We're still thinking of each other. And somehow this was born of it to where, well, let's put two white guys in a room. We'll call it a podcast. Why, are we, um, why do you got to be on race? Why you got to bring up race? It's, 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 it's the way we are these days. Everything's about race, don't you? You just you know? got to say, <laughs> say what race you are now. <laughs> yeah. If, if you don't. If I don't acknowledge that I'm white, then I'm racist, right? What if I don't identify as white? Uh, tough shit. You're yeah. white as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cry. You know, no, so so the, the accountability piece for us was a team sport, right? It's like, hey, yeah. let's write down the things we want to achieve. So business was a big part of it. Let's have the best year we've ever had. Fitness. I was really strong but heavy. You were just heavy. Um, <laughs> you hadn't been in a gym. So we said, let's work on fitness. And to be fair to you, you made a massive commitment to do things that you did not enjoy doing. And you stuck with it for probably nine of the first 12 months, um, tailed off a bit near the end. But you shifted 25 pounds, was it? 30 pounds? Something close to that. Yeah. Um, so, and... You, you had made you the accountability piece there was that you didn't want to wake up at 5 a.m but you'd committed to being there and meeting me at certain times they were in your calendar you didn't want to go and work out with mike nielsen per se and get your ass kicked at you district that was kind of fun. but you ended up enjoying it right you probably <laughs> would never have stepped foot in a boxing gym save for the fact we set up an interview no, with not. with uh rick and we went and we mm -hmm. threw some threw some leather in a ring right so the accountability piece was definitely a team it's me holding you accountable you holding me accountable you know and i remember you calling me a few times and sort of saying hey are we ready to release have you edited this have you done this you said you were going to send this email to set up this interview or i don't have it yet and the accountability accountability without a partner or multiple partners, I don't think is true accountability. It's just responsibility. To so I used a different R word for it. I used reliability. So mm -hmm. responsibility, a good word for it too. But I said reliability, right? It's like people who, who are reliable are just people that you almost don't need that accountability, you know, right? The more reliable you are, the less accountable people feel like they need to hold you. Like, they just know that you're a responsible person and that you're going to show up and you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And those are the best type of people to work with because you don't even have to hold them accountable. Like holding people accountable isn't necessarily like the most fun thing to do. It's like managers don't like to hold people accountable. They just want you to go and do your job. But leadership doesn't want to hold you accountable. They want you to be motivated and reliable and go and do it, right? Just go and do what you know that you're supposed to do, but you just haven't done it yet. You you said something there that um, jumped out at me. You said leadership don't necessarily like holding people accountable, right? Mm -hmm. um, if that's the case, you've got bad leaders. Because for me, the best leaders I've ever worked with have all been very, very frank and honest and held me accountable to the highest degree to the you point didn't that hear me correctly then if that's what you're thinking because i said they don't want to hold you accountable it doesn't mean they won't hold you accountable i don't think anybody okay. said like my favorite part of the job is going and having to ask people why they haven't done what they said they were going to do right yeah like, they'd rather just come and talk to you about your success because you did what you were supposed to do but mm -hmm. the, to your point leadership has to hold people accountable. And when there's a lack of accountability, that's when you see things fall apart, right? Because then people don't follow systems that they're supposed to follow that lead to positive results. So leaders have to hold people accountable. But I'm saying that's probably not the, you know, that's never anybody's favorite part of the job is having to hold people accountable. Right? Like, dude, what? I mean, usually it's, why are you making me come to you <laughs> and hold you accountable? You said you were going to do this. You didn't do it. Like, what the hell? You know? Yeah. The other part about on an action plan or something like that. Yeah. The other part about it being a team sport is 
the communicative part at the start. So when we when we were setting out what we were going to hold each other accountable to and for, we were we were brutal, right? We were honest with each other. And I think clear and honest expectations are the key to accountability. So talking leadership, holding people accountable, trying to hold somebody accountable for something that you've never really explained to them what you expect of them probably isn't fair. Yeah. And that's not accountability. That's just being an asshole. I mean, in any any way you look at it, you're basically going and saying, well, you didn't tell me this is what you wanted. You didn't set these expectations, but yeah, I'm supposed to somehow read into that and just naturally do it. Like, to me, that's bad. Well, you can't hold Clear people accountable for something that's never been clearly stated. I mean, exactly. expectations as so, to how something should go. You need to clearly communicate that and put metrics into place for them to know whether or not, you know, what are they accountable to? Not some just mm -hmm. arbitrary benchmark that you have in your mind that's never been articulated. Yeah. So case in point, I'm coaching high school soccer now, right? So yeah. this week we're doing tryouts and, you know, one of the things I insisted upon with a head coach was we've got to put everything that we expect this program to be. We're building it from scratch. So what we envision is what we can create, but we have to set those expectations at the start. So I put together, um, it's like a 12 page document talking about culture, talking about expectations of the coaches, expectations of players, expectations of parents, what they can and can't expect in every situation from games to practices the tempo of practices you know what we expect in terms of when they show up when they leave how they conduct themselves what they're going to wear all of that stuff and it's interesting because initially even when i showed it to the head coach you know she was like this is a lot and i said yeah it's a lot but do you disagree with any of it and if we set the expectations at the start and we continue to hold people accountable to those expectations, then nobody can come to us in the middle of the season and say, well, you didn't tell us that we were going to have to do X, Y, and Z. You know, it's not to say that we're not willing to slide on some things. What's that? You're pointing at the rule. I gave you these. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot. And, you know, we, we talked about some of the things we were willing to take out and add and, you know, maybe change some of the verbiage on some things because we don't want to be just slave drivers. But now all of those players have a copy of that and the parents have a copy and we've had face-to-face -face meetings with, with the parents and the players are there because they want to be there. Nobody's forcing them to be there. So now we know we can hold them accountable to those rules. But by putting in the same expectations of the coaches, they know, hey, you can hold us accountable to this. If you see us slide, we expect a conversation on it. Well, again, it's that common, it's the law, right? It's that commonly yeah. agreed upon, like, here's the way that we're going to operate. That's why businesses have operating agreements, right? It's like you have this commonly agreed upon way that you are going to go about operating your business. And when you come to a disagreement, well, let's go to the document that we both agreed upon early on, which is going to dictate how it is that we're going to go. We are going to be held accountable to this agreement uh, that we came to early on in the infancy of our corporation. So, I mean accountability is in everything whether or not we really want to call it accountability is kind of the interesting part right it's like like yeah i guess when we dig into it like that is accountability you know but we wouldn't necessarily always call it that but you're accountable to your teammates to show up you know at 8 a.m when you say you're going to show up to be able to participate in the workday and, and contribute in a meaningful way and if you don't then you let them down or your boss notices or you get fired or you put on an action plan or what i mean and again, a lot of this is choices. You can choose whether or not to be held accountable to them. But again, there's going to be repercussions. Yeah. And that's a, that's a really interesting point. Choosing who you're accountable to. Um, yeah. I think when you're making the decision about accountability partners, accountability teams, accountability situations, it's easy sometimes to choose accountability partners that you know are going to be soft on you because they're soft on themselves so it comes back to that personal responsibility piece right so if somebody doesn't have good habits and isn't setting themselves up for success and the, for the most part 
maybe that's not the best person to have as an accountability partner unless they're making a new commitment and a new a new um yeah commitment to change and grow and be better at which point they're coming to you for help more than you're coming to them for help but i would say when you're going to choose somebody to be accountable with and for stand on the shoulders of giants pick somebody that will kick your ass will call you out right and whether you want to admit it or not i know that from the physical standpoint year one 2019 if you'd have partnered up with pop or patrick or you know one of your other buddies you know they would if you'd called and said hey let's skip the gym and go and get pizza and a beer this afternoon nine times out of ten they'd be like yeah okay sure yeah. no that's and true said it to me i'd be like oh hell no we committed to this we're doing this we can do that shit after yeah <laughs> which is true and we did that <laughs> yeah so, yeah yeah but and then, th that's an interesting you, i think you've covered one side of it and then i'll throw in the word and the concept of hierarchy right because there are times where you are not the you don't get a choice as far as necessarily who you're accountable to i mean if you take a job and your boss is going to hold you accountable to certain metrics right i guess you can choose whether or not you want to be at that job and you can quit or you can get fired you cannot perform and that's a choice but if you choose to be at that job they have the hierarchy and they have the ability to hold you accountable right to certain metrics the metrics might be agreed upon or they might be dictated for you depending on the type of business that you're in but hey when I go and I call my shot at 10 capital, right? When we're going and we're tracking our new money for the year and I say, I'm going to do, you know, I think my goal last year was I wanted to do 6 million in new money. Meaning I want to bring on $6 million worth of new clients. And I say in front of the whole group and we go over it every month, we track new money, right? And it's a way of holding people accountable, but it's also a way, uh, I mean, you know that you're gonna have, your numbers are going to be up on the board. And it's going to say your X percentage to your goal or not. And you, you, that's going to be up in front of the whole advisory team. So it's also mm -hmm. a little bit of, you know, pro hopefully productive shaming, we'll call it, if you don't hit your, hit your, hit your numbers, right? And, but it's also a chance for, you know, Stephen, why, why are you not hitting your numbers, dude? Like, what's going on? Like, I'm not necessarily going to hold you accountable to them, but I want to be there as a teammate too to say, hey, like I want to see you hit your goals, right? And you and to try and create fans, if that makes sense too. Right? Accountability isn't always about, I guess, the metric in what I'm saying as much as sometimes it is accountable to each other to be somebody to help propel you forward, right? Because we're not always going to hit our goals. And I, I mean, you don't always hit your goals. I don't always hit my goals. Mm -hmm. uh, but we are accountable to trying and you know we're trying to hit our metrics and if you're sitting there on your butt someone's well, gonna call you out that's that's the key right there so whenever someone isn't meeting the goals the metrics or the accountability um goals that you've set up right there's there's multiple ways to look at it and this can be from a personal standpoint a gym standpoint even if if you're setting fitness goals a professional standpoint and it's always are you doing the things that you need to do to get to the goals that you set right so it's accountability isn't just saying well you didn't hit that number this week this month this year what the hell right there's there's got to be subjectivity there's got to be a look at all right look you said you wanted to lose 30 pounds we know we can we can shift two pounds a week if we do x y and z if there's this amount of activity if there's this amount of calories being taken in you know maybe we build in a cheat day every other week something like that yeah so we know What's the that things thing? that you need to do it's in like order to get to where you need to be are you doing it because if you're doing that and you're still not getting it okay now we're going to dive into a different metric now we're going to maybe look at is there a hormonal imbalance or something if it's weight, right? If yeah. it's work, hey, you said if I speak to 50 people a week and I convert X amount into clients with X amount of an average dollar amount that they bring in, then I should be here. Well, I'm speaking to 75 people a week. So then it's like, okay, so this isn't a will problem. This is a skill problem. 
Now we got to figure out what are you talking yeah. about? What questions are you asking? How do we increase your rate of that means metrics? Yeah, but that's accountability, right? That's true accountability, not just, well, you didn't make it, you're an asshole. Hey, let's dive into why you didn't make it. Let's dive into you're doing the right things, but maybe you're not doing them in the right way. Okay, or at the right time. Your screen is still very blurry. I don't know if it's your filter, but you're super blurry. The back of me is blurry. It should be. No, yeah, I can change it. Everything. Hold on. Your face is one big blurry blob. How's that? Still blurry. You're crystal clear on my end. I wonder if it's your interwebs. And I'm crystal clear in my own picture when I'm looking at it on the screen. Yeah, both are clear on mine. Well, hopefully it's recording and picking it up and not ruining it. Yeah. um, Sounds good on my end. This is where it's getting recorded. So, Okay. One thing that came to mind as you were talking is that uh, there's that phrase. It's like million-dollar taste, minimum wage work ethic, right? It's like – I think it's, it's matching up in all things, matching up your goals and your resources, we'll call them, right? Because it's like you're like, I'm going to build a house, and it's going to be a 5,000-square-foot house, and it's going to have marble and hardwoods. And you're like, but all I have are toothpicks. It's like, well, um, good goals, but uh, wrong resources, right? It's going to take you a while to, to get there from a resource standpoint. So, But you can build a nice little marshmallow toothpick house if you want to start with that, right? So it's like, do you have the resources, you know? to be able to satisfy those goals and, and, and realistic goal setting. I'm all for stretched goals, but also attainable goals, right? I mean, I'm, and we're, and it's, it's a double-edged sword, I realize, and you and I have had this conversation before about when we're goal setting, because it's like, if someone's gonna hold you accountable to your goals, you wanna be able to set goals that are just outside of what you think you can do, that just make you stretch, in my opinion. Thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the buzzwords that we didn't talk about when we talked about buzzwords was culture. Um, Yeah. And I think that's where accountability starts and ends is with culture. So I don't think any of what you said there is is wrong, but I think all of that comes down to what culture is set from the the leadership, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I agree with what you said there um in terms of just yeah the resources are important yeah well and i think the it's the resources and the accountability right if you're going to be held accountable in a in someone i mean this is a leadership trait too right it's like helping your teammates realize that it's like hey is that really a realistic goal you know because when they're good doing mm-hmm. their own projections for their team or their company or whatever they might be the leader of is you know they're going to do projections and they need to do it based off of goals that like when we're doing them at 10 capital we all call our shots right and then we share that with the corporation so they can do their own projections and they need to have realistic goals and sometimes we'll even say to somebody like is that a real i mean are you you really you've never done that before you've only done 30 percent of that in the past what's going to change that's going to propel you to now do three times the amount that you had done in the past Right. What's this new secret sauce that you're going to implement? And i.e., what are the new resources that you have available to you or the new techniques you're going to use that are going to propel you three times what you did last year? And a lot of times Mm -hmm. they don't have a good answer or they do. And it's X, Y and Z. And you're like, okay, like if you're going to do that, I could see how you could think that that would triple your business next year. But that's where accountability comes into it. So someone says, I'm going to do A, B, yeah. and C, X, Y, Z, whatever it is. It's like, okay, that at that point, the right for me, the right company culture should always be, okay, how do we help you get there? What do you need us to hold you accountable to? So you said you're going to do all this stuff. Are you going to record it? Are we going to record it? Is this going to be a hybrid? At what point do you want us to step in and say, hey, you said you were going to do this and you're not doing it. Why? And how can we help you so that you can do it? Um, 
and that's where the you'd mentioned reliability earlier on in your um yeah in your uh definition i would say consistency is key right so you build the right habits and a lot of people think that being accountable once or twice a week or once or twice a year is all it takes and it's like no accountability is an all-time thing accountability is a hey we're going to monitor this always we're going to have systems and processes in place to constantly keep track of where you are in regards to the big goal but where you're at in terms of your micro goals what are we doing on a micro level daily hourly weekly monthly whatever it is to see that in one month i've done this body of work and i'm behind so i have to turn up the frequency or maybe in one month you're way ahead of the game and it's like hey if you think that's sustainable and you want to hit your goal early you keep doing that but let's figure out if it is sustainable or if you need to dial back just a little bit so that this is something that you can continue to be consistent with and and make progress on over and over and over again for x amount of months until we get to that goal and i think that's the key to sometimes accountability is letting someone know hey you're you're churning your wheels you're working too hard at this and not hard enough at this because i think often the the answer for very a, a lot of people is work harder and it's like no nah, maybe you need to work smarter and yeah. i'm going to hold you accountable to show you that well that's yeah that's your earlier point you're saying i'm making 75 calls my conversion mm -hmm. rate you know is terrible like okay so it's not the input it's not this i mean we asked you to make 50 and you're making 75 but your closing rate is none right so you're not converting mm -hmm. meetings and you're not closing them from those meetings right so it's like where, where are you falling apart so to your point it's like if we could figure out how to increase your conversion rate or your closing rate and your 75 could lead to more sales than you thought but because you're doing the input you might just have one little tweak or with some verbiage or you know phrase or something that you might need to implement to get the conversion to get the closing to you know so I'll, I'll give you an example of that um and and this is accountability and i like being held accountable as a leader um one of my rookies i was just on a call with him before i got on here with you and at once the we'll call him a prospect dropped off we had some extra time and he said hey i want to understand he's like you didn't talk about so he he did the analysis he uploaded it i looked at it it was good you know i had heard his account of why he had done the analysis the way he had i agreed with it i'm like yep if that's how you want to do it that's 100 percent okay um you know now we're going to get on the call with him and i was going to lead the call because he's still kind of new yeah so you know he said well you didn't mention x y and z why not and I enjoyed the question because it was him holding me accountable to explain why I ran the call the way I ran the call and why yeah. now we're in a better position to present additional services that we offer, whether it be point of sale, um, time and attendance, all that stuff. And it's like, hey, so now we have to factor that into our equation when it comes to profitability. So yeah, we have a little more room to play with over here to make this side of the the proposition more attractive to him it doesn't mean we're dropping our shorts though and i once explained it to him <laughs> and he saw the big picture and it's stuff that i do second nature but i'm glad that he held me accountable and wanted to understand why i did it rather than just having me do it for him right well that's education so now he's yeah. gonna look at that yeah and i'm happy to explain to him you know exactly why i did it like that exactly i think what he was confused about which was good because he's not confused about it any longer is how I took a credit card process and conversation and just a credit card process and conversation to be a conversation about three or four different services that we offer and kind of quadrupled the size of the deal basically. Mm. And he was like, Oh, okay. And it's not something that what we call a crop. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? That's what we call cross-selling, kids. Yeah, but it's not something that comes naturally to people. So 
what I again the accountability piece for me is that he asked the question afterwards, like explain to me how you did that, why you did that, and once I did, now he's taking notes and he knows the next time he has a conversation, even if he doesn't do it as skillfully as I did because it's second nature to me now, um, he's going to start having those kinds of conversations and get better. So to come back to what you're talking about, the 75 calls a week, maybe now he only needs to make 25 calls a week because every deal's worth two or three or four times. Yeah. So, I mean, that's accountability in a way as well. Him asking the good questions and me being prepared to share. I like it. Well, and you, I mean, you making yourself accountable to him, right? Like we've talked about this with Tim in the office. It's like we're accountable, obviously, to our goals and to him and to go by the common set of 10 capital laws, right, that we've all agreed upon how we're going to operate. And he's accountable to us in the form of, hey, when we pull you in a meeting or that you conduct yourself in a way in society, that you help us to grow our big and that you provide resources to help us grow. I mean, that's, it's a mutual accountability and that's great. And when they don't and they're the leader, you still have a right as an employee, if there's mutual respect to do it in a way that's kind as well, obviously don't go in and be a jerk about it to go in and hold them accountable. And there's been times where Mm -hmm. Tim and I have had some difficult conversations where it's me coming in and saying, Hey, dude, you said this, you know, and you didn't own up to it. I mean, I, I'd really like you to do X, Y, and Z. And to his credit, he will acknowledge it, <laughs> that he dropped the ball. And uh, then he'll he'll step up when I need him to. So, or he'll, he'll we'll talk through it because he'll say, well, you didn't do this. And it made me think that maybe you didn't. So there, there's always conversations, right? sometimes have to be had because there are different interpretations as to how things should be done. But to your earlier point, into all in every area of life, it's like be a better communicator, right? And communicate what the expectations are. Because a lot of the time we have uncommunicated expectations with because mm-hmm. we expect it to be done one way. Steven thinks it should be done another way. I've empowered Steven to go and do it. And then I'm like, Steven, you're an idiot. You didn't get done what I wanted you to do. Why didn't you get done what I wanted you to do? And you're like, I got done. I got it done. What are you talking about? I'm like, no, I wanted you to do X, Y, and Z. And you're like, well, I did ABC, which is the same thing. Like, but it wasn't how I wanted you to do it. It's like, well, you never told me that. So you can't hold me accountable to something you never communicated to our earlier point. Yeah. Well, to that as well, that's almost delegation of accountability. It's what's a leader. I don't think you can I don't think you can delegate delegate accountability to people. It's, look, if you're the one with the expectation, you're the one that has to communicate that expectation. It shouldn't be watered down through one person or two people or three people. I'd say that's different. You can delegate your expectation. And then if I'm the boss and you're the employee, you are accountable to me after I delegate that to get it done in the time frame in which I delegate. So you can delegate culture, you can delegate tasks. I don't think you can delegate accountability. And by that, I mean, if I'm going to be the one holding you accountable for what is being done, I can't do that through a proxy, right? It has to be that you and I have that clear and honest expectation set. You and I have a clear and honest conversation so that you know exactly what I expect. And when I come to you looking for what I communicated to you, you can't then say, well, you know, John said that you wanted this and then it's watered down. So for me, accountability is a, it's, it has to be communicated from the person who has the expectation. And again, it's a two way street that you can ask questions and you can always say, Hey, look, again, realistic reasonable you can you should be able to say hey, that's not a realistic expectation in four weeks it's a realistic expectation in eight weeks we've never turned that around in this many weeks so yeah, you not saying we like can't do it what i just said though what's that said you sound like you're just reiterating what i just said yeah oh you said yeah but I, I think, you went into that i was like wait a second i, I just think you misunderstood what i was saying in terms of i don't 
the 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 delegation of accountability isn't a good practice in my book. I'm you not have to be involved in all the time of accountability. I'm saying if I'm the boss and it's my company and I have hired you, I as the boss have the ability to hold you accountable to what I have communicated to you. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. whether or not you want to be accountable to it. Again, from our other conversation, you have the choice, you can leave. But if you work for me, you are accountable to what I clearly communicate to you. There could be a barrier breakdown, a communication barrier breakdown, which is something entirely different. But I, as the boss, leader, manager of you, get to delegate and hold you accountable. When I say delegate, I mean delegate the task, not the accountability. Mm -hmm. That And as long as I clearly delegate it to you, it's like, Stephen, I need you to do A, B, C, D, and I need you to do it in this time frame, and here's how I want you to do it or just empower you to go and do it, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter, that you do it. If I come back and say, hey, Stephen, I'm ready for A, B, C, and D. We're at the end of our time frame. You're like, oh, I didn't do it. It's like, Stephen, what the hell, man? Yeah. You know, what's, well, you're in trouble. I would say in that position, from a leadership standpoint, I would never say, hey, we're going to do A, B, C, and D, and I need it by then. It would always be a conversation around it. It would always be, a, B, C, and D needs to be done. You tell me what you think is a realistic time frame. I have an idea. Let's see how far apart we are. And there's certainly cases then, where that'll work. And I would say then there's others where it won't. Because I mean, there's some people that's like, I need this done, and here's how I need it done. And I can't give you the entire scope of the project, but this is one cog in the project, and I need it to work this way to have it work. And then so you, yeah. they go and they make it happen. Personally, I wouldn't work in those circumstances, but that doesn't matter. We're not talking about it. We're talking about it in general. <laughs> God, it yeah, doesn't have to I wouldn't work in that environment. Yeah. And I, and I, when I say I wouldn't work, I don't mean I don't mean I would just like I genuinely wouldn't work for a company that that's what was was the expectation. It's well, the autonomy and the, the interaction is important. You think about a manufacturing company, right? And they might come, uh, and if you say, like, I need this cog, I need this component built like this, because it needs to fit in this tiny little hole. This screw needs to be this size, right? It's like we're not going to sit there and talk about what size the screw should be if you're the screw maker. Like, no, we need the screw to be this size. <laughs> so I need you to make it this size, and I need it by the end of the day tomorrow, right? So we're not going to have a conversation as far as how big the screw is actually going to be. And if I don't communicate the size of the screw that I need and you bring me a three foot tall screw, I'm like, cool, you got it done. You brought me a screw, but I needed one that was, you know, this big, just an inch tall, an inch long screw. And oh, I didn't say whether it was metric or not. Okay. Well, that was my bad. I needed it to be met, right? So it's like we could go through this whole thing. You need to clearly communicate in that type of environment what it is that you need. And then I get to hold you accountable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's something that, moving forward, let me ask you this. So you're obviously going to be less involved in the podcast. Um, this started as an accountability tool. So we talked about the genesis. What what are you going to hold yourself accountable to or who are you going to reach out to for accountability and some of the things that you want to achieve? Because you've got some you've got some goals and aspirations here that you want to get to in the next four or five years. Other is it Lauren? Is it only Lauren? Is it other people as well? Like what what's the next step for you in accountability? No, it's the same people that I've been accountable to now. Just because we're not doing the podcast doesn't mean I won't even still be accountable to you. I mean not like we're not going to talk anymore. And it's like we talk a lot off off air too, right? So, I mean, I, I, I would assume at least that like, yeah, we're still accountable to each other. I am my own worst critic and I know that. And I put things on myself and goals on myself that a lot of people might think are unrealistic. And uh, it, it, But they're unrealistic within the timeframes maybe that I had given myself the ability to get them done because I'm realizing now a lot of the things that I wanted to get done that I was holding myself accountable to. But again, the resources at that stage were not where they should have been to be able to achieve the goals and the things that I had wanted at 
you know, some arbitrary timeline that I said. So I moved them. I moved yeah. the timeline, right? And I'm accountable to myself for that. So I think I am my biggest accountability partner in that regard is that I, I mean, I'll beat myself up if I don't hit something and I don't like that. Mm -hmm. feeling. So I, I swing the bat and try to hit it as hard as I can, you know? And if you're not trying, then you're going to know. And if you're trying your best and you miss it, then anymore, I'm just like, you know what? Like I tried my hardest and I know whether or not I tried it my hardest or not. And so I'm going to, be accountable to myself in trying my hardest and I will talk with others to help like Jake in the office Jake's, Jake's a good and a bad accountability partner in the office like hey Jake he blocked out his calendar he's going to go peloton riding right and he's going to go on the peloton these particular days I'm like do you mind swinging by my office and just saying Ben I'm going to go ride the peloton do you want to come just to you know have that prompt like yeah, I should get off my butt and go do that. Like, yeah, I'll go. Like, I got my stuff, right? But he hasn't done that once. <laughs> so is I love Have him. Add you, add you to the calendar invite. It'll pop up then. No, I'm not sure he's gone. I'm not sure he's followed his calendar invite. <laughs> his calendar. Oh. Either. Got you. So I'm not sure he's been accountable to himself or to asking me, either one. But that's a different thing. Mm -hmm. He's probably going to be like, what the heck, Ben? You're talking about my lack of Peloton riding on the podcast now? Jeez. We're second to last. You want to talk about accountability, though? I mean, that's – how many times have you made fun of me where I'm like, send me a calendar invite. If it's not in the calendar, it's not happening. And you're like, oh, Ben, Stephen, a calendar invite. So important. <laughs> like, I'll go to Stephen's Calendly link. Yeah. <laughs> but that that is my that's an accountability tool that I set up for myself that hey I give everybody access to my calendar you plug yourself in when you can or when you want um and you know if it's not on the calendar I am not committed to it if you don't take the responsibility to send me a calendar invite you're secondary to somebody that will so I mean, I put that accountability on other people, but I also have the accountability that once it's in the calendar, if there's a space in there, I'll be there because it's going to show up on my phone. Stuff all over your calendar. I'm just going to open fake emails and like put stuff in your calendar now. Yeah, I'll, I'll find you and murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Calendly is one of those things. Oh, yeah, don't get me started on Calendly. I know you're not a fan of it. I look at it from the perspective that I can go back and forward with somebody for 10, 15 minutes on email. Like, what about one o'clock on Tuesday? What about three o'clock on Wednesday? Or I can say, go and find a half hour, 45 minute or hour long space here and plug yourself in. If it's open, it's open. What if we have a Calendly off? What if I send you a Calendly? Like, we're both like, yeah, go schedule through my Calendly. If you send me a Calendly first, I'll schedule it bunch of hoity-toity calendly people oh, i'm sorry with a calendly I'm, I'm sorry i'm organized and you're not oh for the love of all that is holy <laughs> i'm not organized <laughs> yeah said so no one ever <laughs> you have a lot more dead space than i do in your work calendar at least mm, sure <laughs> I love how much that just upset you. Sure, sure. Anyway, have you got anything else you want to talk about on accountability? We'll pose the same question back to you as far as accountability. All right. Um, so I obviously have... Because you really use this as an accountability. I mean, you probably more than I use well, this as an accountability tool. I'm going to continue to use it as an accountability tool. So, you know, the accountability for me is doing the edit and making sure it's live at midnight on every Monday, um, making sure the sound's good, the, the editing's done, um, and that there's content. I mean, I think there's there's times where it would be it would have been easier for us to say, well, let's just not release one this week. Mm -hmm. But we've always managed to find a time to make it happen. I'm still going to have it in my calendar to record. I'm still going to be reaching out to people to record with that by association become accountability partners because, well, this is scheduled for two o'clock on that day. I've got to be there. 
I know I have to leave at a certain time. I know that it's in the calendar. Um, you know, and for me, it's there's an accountability to you that to you and to me that I don't want it to fall off because you're not part of it or not as big a part of it. Mm. I don't want it to go like by the wayside or for me to then become kind of willy-nilly with it. So there's an accountability to make it better than it's been because I have to carry it on my own some weeks. <laughs> so, and that doesn't mean I'm going to do it better than we have done it together, just that I want to make sure the content's good. I want to make sure it's well-researched. I want to make sure if I'm going to talk about something, it's something I'm educated on. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my accountability there. From the physical standpoint, you know, I, I think you noticed that my body shape's changing again for the better. I'm getting stronger and leaner. And um, I think you said I'm more square. I wasn't quite sure how to take that. But then I saw myself in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, I see what he means by that. Um, <laughs> it's just I'm getting that long, lean muscle mass back um until covid happened and i haven't been in the gym for a week and a half but um actually it's longer than that friday will be two weeks i haven't been in the gym um so yeah there's, there's from an accountability standpoint there's you there's the listeners there's the guests there's everybody that's been a part of this to this point i'm going to keep being accountable there professionally i'm part of this new team i've got a chip on my shoulder i was a wild card um and to this point you were what i was a wild card oh yeah um, i was a good producer i wasn't a top producer and i've come into this role and turned some heads and i know the people at the very top of the company are talking about me and going what the hell is how is he able to do this because i'm closing massive deals in quick times and um relationally i i, I tell you this i took umbrage to the fact that you told me that Tim was the best salesman you've ever seen because I don't think he is. Hmm. I think I am, and you've just never seen me in action. Um, <laughs> so, no, and, and I'm getting validation of that. My own belief has been validated by the things that people are telling me and what I'm hearing professionally. Um, and then moving across the country is going to keep me accountable to myself as well. And uh, I got some, I've got some friends there, but I'm looking forward to new challenges there, just ingratiating myself to a new business community. Yeah, that'll be fun. There you go. Cool. Well, that was our chat on accountability. Yeah, that was a good one. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Go Lake. Go Lake like we're Go speak English first, Ben. Go <laughs> rate, like, review. Share. Even can get more listeners in the future. <laughs> Is this a competition? I'm not really. I don't think so. Is it? <laughs> no. Nah. Nah, I don't think it needs to be. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, and until the next time, be good to yourselves and to each other. Boom. I end. I